Bless him, Lord. Amen. Man, I am glad to be in the house of God tonight. I don't know about you. Uh, I would feel amiss if I didn't thank the Lord for where he's brought me from. I'm thankful for victory. I've said it before. If there was no victory, there'd probably be no Micah. Uh, honestly, if, if there was no victory for Real Baptist Church, my parents probably wouldn't have met. I wouldn't be here. My dad probably wouldn't be saved. And, and you know what? I'm just so thankful that, you know, that's where I started. We left here when I was four years old, but, you know, I'm so thankful that God has brought us here tonight. If you have your Bibles, turn to the Gospel of John, chapter number two. Man, I am so thankful to be here tonight. So thankful. If you're glad to be in the house of God tonight, would you say amen? Amen. Amen. John chapter number 2, starting in verse number 1. When you get there, if you would, stand. And if you would, say amen one more time. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in John chapter number 2, starting in verse 1, he says, And the third day... There was a a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. And Jesus, Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. <laughs> do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. And Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. (laughs) To the brim. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we are so thankful, God, to be in your house, God. Lord, we feel you so strong tonight, God. I'm I'm thankful for your spirit. Lord, I'm thankful, God, for your touch, Lord, your salvation. God, I'm thankful for all that you can do. God, I pray that you'd bless the reading of your word tonight. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd help me to get out of the way, Lord, that you would get in the way. God, I pray that they wouldn't see me tonight, God, but I pray that they'd see you. I pray, Lord, that not a single word that would come out of my mouth tonight would be of my own will, my own strength, my own power. But God, I pray that every single word that we here tonight, God, would come straight from the throne, and I thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. You've been so good to us, in Jesus' name, amen. I want to direct your attention back to verse number seven, real quick, if you will, and Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. My message tonight with the Lord uh, leading tonight, I, I, I want to title it this, filled to the brim. Yeah. Now we see here tonight in John chapter number 2, if you'd go back, you'd read in John chapter number 1 about how Christ came and John the baptizer saw him coming in and all of a sudden he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And John said that he saw angels descending and descending like doves and he said he saw God standing there. He said, Behold, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. But we get to John chapter number 2 and I find it ironic how we see a marriage. The very start of Jesus' ministry is a marriage. You know what's funny tonight? And you know what's awesome? And you know what I've got to look forward to? Is that the fruition of Jesus' ministry is going to be a marriage. If you read in chapter number 2, they they said that Jesus and the disciples were called to a marriage. I've got hope for you tonight, church. That 
I'm sure they're dancing. I'm sure they're having a good time. But we get here and Mary, his mother, walks up and says, Jesus, there's no wine. Jesus says, woman, now I would advise you not to try that. (laughs) But Jesus looked at his mom and he said, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet coming. You know, Mary took that sentence. She didn't even listen to it. She said, you do whatever he tells you to do. Right. Yeah. You do it. Whatever he tells you, you do it. If he tells you to fill the pot up, you do it. If he tells you to go get something, you do it. Hey, I came here to tell you tonight, church, that if Christ is telling you to do something, you ought to do it tonight. If you're lost and undone, you better get saved if he's telling you to get saved. Hey, if he's telling you to come and get things fixed up, you ought to come and get things fixed up. The Bible says, for now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. He said, whatever he tells you, you do it. And we see that Jesus simply looks at me, says, get the water pots and fill them up. That's all he said. He said, fill up the water pots. Now, if you if you do a little research and you knew what the, these water pots were, right? The, they were two or three firkins. That meant that there was about 27 to 36 gallons of water in each in each water pot. And, and the Bible says in verse number six, he says, and there were set there six water pots of stone. So there was about 162 to, to 216 gallons of water that they would need to go get. That's a lot of water. That's a big amount of water. But you want to know the funny thing is, is they did not question Jesus once. Uh Hey, I'm sure it wasn't easy for them to go get 232 gallons of water. I'm sure they needed something to carry the the water pot. They couldn't carry that much water. It's heavy. But they didn't question Jesus. If you want to be filled to the brim tonight, And this is the interesting thing about that story is Jesus did not tell them to fill it up as fill as full as you can get it. He didn't tell them to he didn't tell them to overflow it. He didn't tell them to do it. He said, fill up the water pots. (laughs) But you see those people that were working there. They said, you know what? We're going to have faith. You see, if you want to be filled to the brim tonight, the first thing that you have to notice is the faith of the worker. The faith, right? They had never seen Jesus do anything like that before. (laughs) In fact, Mary had never seen Jesus do anything like that before. Mary went to him and said, Jesus, there's no wine. He says, what do you want me to do about it? (laughs) But she knew. Right, but but you see, we have these workers here, and they had no idea what was going to happen Amen. once they filled the water pots. Right, yeah. 
They had no clue what would happen once they brought him back to them. They didn't know if there was a second step. They didn't know if there was another plan. They didn't know if there was a plan B. But they said, this is all that we've got riding on it right now. This is our only hope is if we listen to what he's got to say. Hey, I came to tell you tonight that if you're saved by the grace of God, there was no other step. There was no other plan. There was no other thing that you had to take into consideration of man. That you need yeah. the Savior. Amen. 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 Yeah. It took faith. The Bible says we are saved by faith right. through grace. By, by grace through faith, we're saved. Amen. But listen to me tonight, church. The faith of the people that were filling up the water pots. They had no idea what was going to happen next. <laughs> See, some of us are too caught up in, well, preacher, I don't know where I'm going to go after this. I don't know how this situation is going to play out for me. I don't know if I can make it through this. I don't know if I can get across this. I don't know if I can do that. Let me tell you something. Let me stop right there and say you can't do a single thing. Hey, they could not get the wine by themselves. So they had to have faith that someone could do it for them. They couldn't get saved on their own. You couldn't get saved on your own. I couldn't get saved on my own, but I had to know that there was somebody else working behind the scenes that said, don't worry, I've got it taken care of. The faith. Matthew 17, 20, it says, and Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith, as a grain of mustard seed. Yes. You shall say unto this mountain. Remove it to yonder place. And it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto right. you. Let me tell you tonight church. I don't care how big your problem is. Right. I don't care how small your problem is. Because I know a bigger God. <laughs> I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you're struggling with. But I'm telling you tonight. That I know a God that by faith. He can take care of you. Said, preacher, I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. I know someone that, pers- that provides yes. supplies my every need. Right. Yeah. Say, preacher, I don't know if I can get through this. Don't worry, you don't have to. I know someone that'll carry you through it. Amen. <laughs> Say, preacher, I don't know if I'm saved tonight. Don't worry. I know the one that says I am the way, yeah. the truth, and the life. Amen. <laughs> the faith, right? They didn't have to do very much. All Jesus required of them was to go get to water. Jesus doesn't take us through some 12-step program to get saved. He doesn't say, well, if you want to get saved, you've got to do this. You've got to do that. You've got to do this. You've got to do it this way. All he said is, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I would give you rest. (laughs) He didn't say, you could start here. And you could go there and you could do this and you could follow this step. And there's a book that you can read about it. But he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. (laughs) The faith, right? If if we want to be filled to the brim tonight, it takes faith. You see, they had no clue where was going, what was going next. He said, fill it up with water. They didn't leave no room for wine. They didn't leave any room for anything else. They didn't leave room for a single thing. But they knew that if they listened to Jesus, it'd be all right. You see the faith. But not only do you see the faith, but you see the fullness of the pot. You see the faith of the worker. You see the fullness of the pot. Jesus told him, he said, fill the water pot. And they filled it to 
the brim. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that means? They didn't leave room for anything else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they didn't leave room for what they thought needed to go in there. They didn't leave room for what they thought needed to be added. They didn't leave room for anything that they thought that would help. But they said, because he told us to fill them, we're going to go above and beyond. And we're going to make sure that we do the job exceedingly abundantly above what he told me to do. I'm telling you tonight, church, Jesus said, come unto me. And I'm telling you, it was the best decision I've ever made. But if I want to be filled to the brim, i got to realize that there is no room for anything that I want. <laughs> your pray, your solutions don't work. Your ideas do not work. Your plans do not work. Your way of doing things will not work. I'm telling you, it's a hundred percent Jesus or it's zero. Jesus is an end of 50 50. He's not into 75 25. I'm telling you, he wants a hundred percent or he's not going to have any of it. They filled him up to the brim. To the brim. They filled him up as far as they could go. He didn't say how full. He just said put water in them. And they filled him up to the very top. <laughs> Jesus didn't say fill him up three quarters away because I've got room that I need to work. No, he said fill him up. See, so they filled him up to the brim. Let me tell you, it, uh, you may think that you have your way of getting saved tonight. It ain't going to work. No. You may think that you have your solution to get out of the problem that you're facing. It ain't going to work. No. You may, uh, let, let me tell you this, your problem doesn't stand a chance when it faces my God. Right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. They, they filled it up to the brim. They didn't leave anything else. They, they left no room for anything else. It's all or nothing. You can't decide how full to fill your pot. It's not how it works. You can't decide that I'm going to leave three, I'm going to fill it up three quarters with Jesus and I'm going to leave a quarter for whatever else I want to get into. Yeah. You can't fill it up with 50% of what you think you need and 50% of what you think he wants because I'm telling you, it will not work. Amen. If they would have left room, Jesus couldn't have made wine. I'm telling you, if, if they would have put what they thought needed to go in the pot, Jesus could not have done. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have, but he wanted to see their faith. Right? He said, fill it up with water. And they filled it up to the brim with water. You want to serve Christ? I'm telling you, you have to be filled with Christ. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All the way. <laughs> All the way. It's not three quarters. Of the, I'm telling you, I, I can't hit this point home hard enough tonight. It's all or nothing. Right. Amen. You leave yourself with three quarters of a pot, you might find yourself thirsty. <laughs> That'll hit some of you tonight on the way home. You can't leave yourself with room thinking that you'll, you've provided enough for yourself. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You, uh, you, can't, you can't rely on what you think you need because it will not work. It's all or nothing. Filled to the brim. Filled to the brim. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 5, verse 17 and 18, it says, Wherefore be ye not unwise... But understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit. Your solutions don't work. Your ideas don't work. The way you do it ain't going to work. It ain't going to cut it. I'm telling you. 
If you want to make heaven your home, it's 100% Jesus Amen. and nothing else. John said he must increase yeah. and I must decrease. Right, right. I'll tell you, I, I think a lot of what our problems today are is we've just got so caught up in, well, how can I solve my problems? Yeah. How can I do what I think I need to do to get myself out of this situation? Let me tell you something. If we start turning to Jesus... If we say, God, I can't do this on my own. I can't handle this on my own. I can't do this on my own. We need him. Right. Filled to the brim. I'm telling you, if you're leaving room for what you want, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to. It can't be your own mixture. You can't say, I'm going to take 75% of Jesus up, but I'm going to take 25% of my own fleshly desires. It ain't going to work. You can't be half full or you'll find yourself thirsty. You don't take enough of Jesus. You're just going to find yourself wanting more. But what if he's not there to have more? Then what? Then what? You're, you're left thirsty. Because you neglected to fill your pot to the brim. Filled to the brim. We see the faith of the worker. We see the fullness of the pot. But this is, this is something that I want you to understand tonight. We see the overflow. Yeah. We see the overflow. The preacher doesn't say that they overflowed. <clears throat> Let me tell you, how many of you ever carried a five-gallon bucket full of water? I'm telling you, you go walking, you swing in that thing, you can't stop it. Some of that water's going to spill out. Amen. <laughs> you, you fill something up to the brim, and you decide that you're going to put a little bit more water in there. It's going to spill out. You say, preacher, why do you get so excited when you're up there behind the pulpit? Because when I'm filled to the brim and he puts a little bit more inside of me, I can't help but just spill yeah. out. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> filled to the brim. There's an overflow. You don't have to raise your hand tonight, but how many of you know someone lost and undone without Jesus? Yeah, that's right. How many of you know someone that needs Jesus Christ? Yeah. Let me ask you this question. What happens... If they see you and you overflow, yeah. and it spills onto them. <laughs> what happens when all of a sudden you get a hold of the Spirit and you start overflowing and they're saying, I want what they've got. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when that lost person in your family or that lost loved one comes to you and says, I want the peace that you have on the inside. I want the joy that you've got in Christ. I want what you have. You're overflowing. They're seeing it. It's, it's spilling onto them. You take a bottle of water and you keep putting water. Eventually it's going to spill out. You keep yourself filled to the bread and you just keep adding more and you just keep adding more and saying, God, I want more of you and less of me. I want more of you and less of me. I want more of you and less of me. And eventually, and, and the only thing that people are going to see is Jesus. <laughs> Maybe your lost loved ones aren't seeing because they're not seeing enough of Jesus. Oh, I stepped on your toes tonight, didn't I? Maybe that lost person that you've been praying for ain't saved because they ain't seen enough of what Jesus has done inside of you. Right. You're too busy tending to their needs. Well, how can I help you? How can I be there for you? Instead, you should say, I can't do anything for you, but I know one that can. Amen. The overflow. Here's the thing. If we are filled to the top, any sort of impact will cause you to spill out and overflow. Think about it like this. 
Maybe you're in a storm tonight. <laughs> and you're filled to the brim. That person that thinks, how in the world are they getting through it? All of a sudden, them waves start to roll and that storm starts to hit. All of a sudden, you're bouncing back and forth and that water's just going left and right, spilling out. Yeah. What if it lands on that lost soul? Hey, I, I don't get up here to preach myself. I don't, I don't get up here to show you myself. I don't get up here to, to show you what I can do. But you see, I'm here tonight to show you what he can do. Yeah. What he's done. To what he can do. I'm telling you, if we would only realize that if we filled ourselves up to the brim, first off, you'd be, you'd be better off. You would be. I'm telling you, you would be better off if you were filled to the brim. But not only that, your lost loved ones would be better off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Filled to the brim. You see, the Bible says in Galatians chapter number 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Let me tell you this tonight, church. I don't know where you stand. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing. But if you're not filled to the brim, you need to be. Amen. You need to be. That's how it works. You can't, you can't do it on your own. You can't get saved on your own. You can't, you, you can't walk through this life on your own. Filled to the brim. It's all or nothing. It's 100% Jesus, 0% me, or it's the opposite. Yeah. Filled to the brim. Yes. Let me ask you this. How full are you? Say, yeah. so, preacher, I, I just find it hard to fill myself up to the brim. Don't rely on yourself to fill yourself up. That's why we've got an altar. Yeah, right? That's why we pray. That's why we've got a direct line to the throne. Amen. You can't fill yourself up. No. Christ has to. Yeah. Fill, how full are you tonight? As we stand. As they come and get a song, I, I don't know <clears throat> how y'all do it around here, but I'm gonna, I would feel amiss if I didn't give you an opportunity to come and pray. How full are you? How full are you? Preacher, I, I, don't, I don't think that that's true. The workers did. They thought the only way that they could do what Christ wanted them to do was to fill it up to the very top. How full are you? How's your faith? How's your fullness? How's your overflow? Do people see Christ when they look at you? As they sing. Why don't you come tonight? I don't know your heart. I don't know what you're going through. <clears throat> Maybe you just need to pray and say, God, I, I need more of an overflow. I just need a little bit more. I just need a little bit more. You see, there's nothing wrong with admitting that you need filled up a little bit more. There's nothing wrong with saying, God, I just need a little bit more today. There's nothing wrong with that. Why don't you come?